Hey y'all, it's Chloe and thanks for tuning in to Chit Chat. So on this episode today, we're going to talk about saying sorry, us apologizing for the things that we do and why it's important. Um, A lot of us fail to, we do ourselves an injustice by allowing ourselves to be mad about things that we can easily reconcile. And we have to remember that the people around us, you know, they aren't mind readers and we actually have to get those words out and say what's on our minds, say what's on our chest. I mean, you can say whatever you need to say, but you can also apologize for the way you've treated people in the past and all that good stuff. Like you can't just go on around people and continuing to just be a bad person in general and just thinking that you are above saying sorry for whatever the case may be. So we'll be back in and we'll get ready with the episode. Hey y'all. So it's Chloe with chit chat quick, real quick. Um, This episode is going to be two different parts. Um, I recorded them at two separate times. Both of them are still kind of, they're the I'm sorry episode, but one of them is kind of like me saying I'm sorry and then kind of just like talking points on saying I'm sorry. So stick around. Um, The episode is not ending. You get two parts. Um, one of these parts is a very laid back, comfortable, loud version of me. I was on the couch drunk, but, uh, yeah. So stick around because there are two parts of this episode. Hey y'all, it's Chloe and I'm back with Chit Chat. So like I mentioned earlier, on today's episode, we're going to talk about saying I'm sorry and why it's important. Um, We have to realize that people are not mind readers. Like you're not just going to walk into a room full of everybody who you've wronged and they're just going to be like, oh, I can see it in her face. She's sorry. Like, no, like that's not going to happen more times than none. Like if the person knows you, they know you're sorry, but sometimes you have to let those words off your chest. Like you have to say them to people because if you don't say them, then they're not going to know. That's just like somebody asking you if you're hungry and you say no, when you really are hungry or that's probably like a bad example. Um, whatever the case may be, I'm not even going to get on a little tangent, but we refuse. And I'm saying we, cause I've done it before too, you know, where I've had something built up on my chest and I didn't say what I needed to say when in all actuality, it wasn't even that deep, you know? And the person who I did end up apologizing to, they were just like, Oh, I didn't even know you were mad. And I was like, I wasn't even mad really. I was just upset of how everything went and, you know, just a little communication and 
look at us we back baby so i just feel like we gotta know that people are not mind readers like that's just that's just point blank period being a be an adult be an adult and apologize when it's needed always in my book anyway um also too we have to know that we are not always right now y'all i'm i know i'm a little stubborn i know that and i do know i have the tendency to kind of feel like i'm always right because i like being right but i don't like being right to a sense to where i'm tossing it in your face like i just like being right to be like i don't even know how to explain this like i don't even know i just know that sometimes i'm just like i'm trying to tell you because maybe with a little wisdom or maybe i feel like i may be using a little more common sense than normal folk who knows i don't know but we always 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 need to know that we are not always right and it's okay to apologize for the things apologize for where you fuck up at you know people people will forgive you and it's not that hard of a thing to say, hey, I apologize. And even if the person doesn't even want to, like, if they don't want to accept your apology, that's fine too. But just on your end and for your peace of mind and your sake, it's always best to just go for it. Like, just go. Like, I'm, I feel like at this point in my life, I'm just not scared of anything anymore. Like I used to have all these reasons to hold me back from doing things or apologizing to the people that who I should have apologized to a long time ago. And oh, slowly and over time, you just break up that bond. Like that bond just, it starts chipping away and chipping away. You have this foundation. And because of one little argument that you guys just can't seem to resolve or just anything of whatever nature it could be like it's not just about arguing or maybe somebody did you wrong or maybe somebody you know maybe they said the wrong thing and you were having a bad day and you snapped like it could have been like a list of anything like I mean it goes on so I just feel like don't ruin a good bond because you are too prideful to say I'm sorry because I mean I hate to break it to you newsflash but we literally ain't always right. Nobody is. So I don't care how you over there shaking your head. Mm, she ain't talking about me because I'm always right. Your ass is wrong. So, hey, yeah, you better, you need to get right, get right, get with it. Whatever you need to do, go ahead and fuck it up. But I also feel like people, you know, they're in our lives for a specific reason. I feel like everything happens for a reason. And whether it takes a little argument or whatever the case they're there for. I feel like sometimes we just need to open up our eyes and know that even if we are saying sorry or accepting someone's apology, that doesn't mean that we have to necessarily keep them in our lives. You know, um, you can say I'm sorry and completely wipe your hands of a person. Like that's acceptable. People can do that. And guess who are people? Y'all, y'all are people. We're all people. And I've done that a few times in my day too, you know, but I want you to not like get it confused that people are 
Like you were apologizing to somebody or you talked to somebody who both of you probably should be apologizing. But the conversation is just one-sided because they feel like they don't need to apologize or whatever the case may be for that. And that's fine as long as you get your piece out. You know, say what you got to say. Whatever you need to say. And if the person is just going to be combative and try to fight the argument or try to yell at you and come at you sideways about this, this, that, and the third, you can always end it. You tried. Great effort, you know, and just let them be. Everybody's not going to accept your apology either, so that's something that you'll always have to keep in mind. Everybody is not going to accept your apology. Maybe over time, yeah, but don't think it's going to come as soon as you want it to come, you know. I feel like that's another thing, like a big thing to remember. And just also know that, well, before I go into that part, I just want to, I want to go a little, tell y'all about some stuff that's been going on with me. So, um, recently I took this text and call sabbatical. Um, if it wasn't related to work or if you were literally not dying and I don't know why, if you were dying, you would call me first, but Hey, you know, some people just need the attention. But um, I went on a call and text sabbatical because I just felt like over the years, I like I grew up and of course, nobody has the perfect life. Like, and even if somebody else feels like they have the perfect life, you can't really tell somebody how to feel about the life that they had. And for me, I feel like one thing I was always it was always hard for me to do was to receive love from people because I never grew up with much love. Like people like, Oh yeah. Like distant relatives and stuff that were like, Oh, I love you. And I'm like, I barely even know me, but whatever. And living up under a roof where people weren't saying, I love you unless, you know, you got sick, you know, or just some, something stupid, like not even stupid, but like just, it had to be something or a reason for somebody to say that I love you. And even then, like you barely even got it, you know? So, um, I know my sister and she probably ain't going to care. I mean, she probably went cause I'm embarrassing her, but I recently, I had to apologize to my little sister, one of my little, little sisters, because I feel like I gave her really tough love. Cause I mean, I love my sister. Yeah. But were we saying I love you? No, we were not saying that. So like, I feel like I gave her all this extra tough love that she didn't need. And I feel like it kind of just steered her to the path that she grew on. I mean, and like I said, everything happens for a reason, but, and she says, Oh, it's okay, sissy. I needed that tough love. I love you for that. It helped me be who I am today. And I'm just like, I'm glad you feel that way, but I feel like just knowing the person that I am now and the person I've grown into be, I know that she didn't need tough love. She needed real love, you know, and just like all my siblings, like they needed real love. And I just didn't know how to give that to them because I never received it. And yes, that's my, I feel like that's one of my little issues that I had growing up and in the past and stuff is just that 
it was hard for me to really receive love from people and give love to people just for the simple fact that I can't even like, I didn't know how to really give love. Like I could feel it. Yeah. But as far as putting it on the outside, putting them feelings on the outside, ugh, like it was just, it was just too much for me. Like, nah, I'm good. I'll drink this say, give you a little kiss. That's my, I love you kiss. All right, little sis, you'll be good. Like type shit. But, I feel like now I've grown so much, and especially even since the last time I recorded with you guys and actually talked to you guys. It's just, I feel like I have opened myself up to so much greatness and so much love and so much happiness and even being surrounded by the women that I hang out with. Now I feel like they are, they are such great people. Like, they are there for you when you're in a tough time or anytime you need somebody to talk to, you can always count on somebody from out of our group, you know, just to chit chat with hell, even if we just go on to dinner or go on a brunch or whatever the case may be. And it's just us. It's just us together and bonding and us bonding over the things that we love most food, um, art, music, just little simple things like that. And I feel like that has helped me like tremendously when it comes to talking with people and getting to know people and stuff like that. And then I'm understanding that all my friends have a love love language too, you know, and every friend is not going to be the same. Like I have my friends that need a little more time, need a little more attention, you know, and because I love them the way that I do, of course I would fucking give that to them. Because if that's what it takes to keep you around, then I will do that. I will do that for the people that I love, for sure. And then I have them friends that are very, very low maintenance. We can check on each other every once in a while, see how you doing. Hey, let's go grab a coffee. Let's go do this. Let's go grab that. And we're talking and it's just like, we never skip the beat. And, you know, we all have those. And I just feel like sometimes people don't know how to handle the people in their life or they just mistreat everyone because they feel like everybody is just this package deal and you should be able to just come out and just boom, 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 boom. Like I get all these different people in one work area and we're all going to be the same. No, that's just, it's not going to happen. So and you don't even have to listen to this, of course. Um, but I feel like if you are listening to this, you obviously care about what's going on and how you make the people around you feel and stuff like that. And I feel like we should always allow a little grace with our friends and with our family, you know, but don't let it get abusive. Don't let it get to the point where it's like, okay, this person is constantly doing this or constantly doing that and they don't want to learn from it and we just keeping them around because they're our family or they're our friend. Like, no, they can fucking say, I'm sorry too. Don't forget that part. Don't forget that you are not the only one that has to communicate. They have to as well, or it's just never going to work. It's going to be a cycle of problems and you guys are literally never come to an agreement or a resolution for anything because somebody just doesn't want to say, I'm sorry, you know? And like I mentioned earlier, like if you come across that, 
you don't always have to be the one that's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, da 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 da, da and think that you have to keep this person in your life. Like if they have given you the blues and it's just been the blues, the blues, the blues, and you probably snapped and you feel bad about it. And you're like, Oh, I want to say, sorry. You can say, I'm sorry. You can do whatever makes you fit. Whatever makes you feel better. Do it. But please do not allow yourself to continuously apologizing for other people and their actions because you love them or because y'all had so many years together or blah, 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 blah. Like, that's just dead. We living in a really tough time right now when it comes to COVID and just being around everybody and being cooped up in the house or maybe cooped up in offices with people. And cause I know everybody's not doing all the proper social distancing that they should be. Not everyone anyway, but it's just that you have to be mindful of people. Like you have to understand people and I feel like that's a problem that a lot of people don't have. They're not good at understanding people. So when they are meeting new people, when seeing new people, it's always like, oh, these people are weird or oh, this person is da, 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 da. like, no, just understand that everybody's going to work differently. Like all gears aren't going to turn at the same time. They're not supposed to. That's just how it is. If they all turn it at the same time, something probably going to get messed up. They're probably going to turn in cycles and all kinds of stuff. So this one's kind of pretty, this one's kind of short. But um, I just want to say that we should most definitely give people a little grace. And we should also say I'm sorry. And please, please know that you are not always right. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. And I would suggest if somebody's just combative to your apology, I mean, shit, maybe your ass might deserve it. But even if you don't, like, I feel like we should give humans a little, a little leeway. I mean, it's us. Like, I mean, what the fuck? We going to tear each other apart and destroy the world? Like, you can forgive and never talk to a person again. That's how I feel about it. So, yeah, I'm signing off with my super short episode. Thanks for tuning in to Chit Chat with Chloe. Um, You can always, always count on me to come in here and just run my mouth per usual. But um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Not us, it's just me. Um, Go ahead and follow Chit Chat on Instagram at chit chat double i double a and then you can go right on over to twitter and you can follow us there as well at underscore chit chat double i double a thanks for tuning in i will come back and talk to you guys soon bye hey y'all it's chloe um First off, let's say I do have a mic, but I'm laying on the couch because I was in my room and I got my desk and stuff set up in there and I'm not really done with my room decorating. Y'all, I'm the slowest decorator in the world. Like I just put up my wallpaper is the most. And 
honestly, it's a lot, but we're making it through. But my feet hurt. I've been moving around, running around, doing all that. And I did not want to sit at no desk and record or talk to y'all, but I really wanted to talk. So I was like, I guess we're going to lay our old ass on this couch. So that's what I'm doing now, laying my old ass on this couch. Talking to y'all, I got some wine. Let me get on a blanket together because it's getting a little nippy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so this episode, I just wanted to talk about saying I'm sorry. You know, like, even it doesn't matter, like, when the time comes and stuff. I feel like most people, they kind of make their peace with things after a certain, after a certain time or, like, Almost about like anything that's going on through their life. Like it could be something they did to somebody or something somebody did to them. And after a little while, you just kind of accept the fact that like, okay, this person is never going to apologize. So some people, you know, they come to terms with that. You know, they, they reconcile it all together on their side. And, you know, when it comes to you, it's just, it is what it is. I might it is what it is kind of person. But... I feel like I had went on this little journey. Not really a little journey. I went, y'all, y'all see, y'all don't really know me, know me. But we finna get into it. Because I feel like because of my job and everything, I kind of hold back like all my identity and all my little personality and stuff because I just don't want my regular life mixing with my work life. And my work life is a lot. So that's why I just kind of keep it cute and casual with y'all. But we finna talk. So here we go. I usually do this thing where, and it's not even like intentional for real. I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing, honestly. Everybody takes it as a bad thing because... Everybody always want to overthink things and think that everything is about them when it's really not. Like, bro, I, a nigga be tired. And I've had periods where I would disappear for years. Like, two years. Like, the people who were close to me, like, in my city that I was currently in and stuff like that. Like, I would talk to those five, six people and then that was literally it. Like, people would randomly get phone calls from me and stuff like that. Like, when I say I was off the grid, I was off the grid. And only social media app I would keep was Twitter. Because Twitter kind of kept me up to date on what was going on, blah, blah, blah. And But Facebook, that shit been shut down since forever. They kept kicking me off of um, Facebook because I was talking shit. I was always on there talking shit. But anyway, and so then I had Instagram. And I deleted Instagram after like a few months when it first, first came out. And then I got it back again. And then I stayed on it for like a while. And then when I left Alaska, I got back off of it. And I didn't get back on it for years. Like, I think all the way up until like 2018, I had had Instagram. Like, from then since... 2000 maybe 12 2013 up until 2018 so after that is when I got back on Instagram and I've been on there for a long time because I usually don't last 
But anyway, um, so I usually just kind of go off the grid and it's kind of like a thing. Well, it was always a thing like, hey, you seen Sharky? That was my childhood name. You seen Sharky? Hey, Sharky, I ain't seen you in years, man. Where you been? Where you been? Like, that's usually always the reaction. More than like, like more times than none, that was the main reaction that everybody got from me. And then, but one, also one other app I used to stay on real heavy, like since like 2011 was like, was Snapchat. And even though I didn't really know many people on Snapchat, like the people who had me on Snapchat, like we would talk and talk and talk on Snapchat. Like Snapchat was it. But that was really it. That was kind of like all you got of me. And yeah. So people never really knew what I was up to. What I was For all they know, I could have been a drug addict. They wouldn't have known. And that's sad. But it's really not. Like, I needed that peace. I needed time away from people and places. Like, because just growing up in high school and middle school and just family in general, like, all that shit was a lot. Like, bro, they tossed me. (laughs) They birthed me and tossed me into this damn world. And they expect me to go on every single day and make it on my own. Like, I was a fucking kid. I did not ask to be here, bro. And y'all gonna send me out in the world with all them people. I should beat my mom and my daddy up. Because why the hell would y'all do that? Why do parents do that to kids? I would be at school with my kid every day. What we learning? What you teaching my kid? (laughs) My child probably tired as fucking bitch. But anyway, like... And I just felt like dealing with all different people because I was the oldest. And yeah, I was a little mean because I was the oldest. And I felt like I always kept having to tell the kids to do this, tell the kids to do that. It was just a lot. Like, bro, it was a lot. And it got a lot to the point where even in high school, I went and lived with like two of my good friends, you know. And... um yeah, that was kind of like I would visit my three friends and I kind of back and forth live with both of them because I just didn't want to be home. Like, bro, it was too stressful to be there. That shit was like stressful as fuck. And so when I finally graduated, I kind of like got out the army. I not got out the army. I um, got out of school and I left my hometown and I went like an hour and a half over. And I kind of just started to just really try to live my life like. I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I know what I didn't want. I knew I didn't want to be in no debt. I knew I didn't want to be owing nobody's shit. And I knew that I needed to make some money. So what's the best way to do this? So I was working, working, working. And I was a little twig back then. I mean, I had a little cake. A little cake, but I was skinty as fuck. And, um... And I would basically just, I was a wild person. Oh, yeah. I was a wild kid. Well, I was a wild, what is it, early, in my early 20s or my late teens into my early 20s because I turned 21 in the Army. But anyway, so, like, with that, and I feel like, like, as the time has gone on and stuff, I kind of just was like, it's the Chloe show, bro. 
what you want to hit for. But nah, dead ass, like, I just was like, bro, it's about me right now. Like, I ain't got no kids. I ain't got none. I'm finna do what the fuck I want to do when the fuck I want to do it. And ain't nobody gonna check me, boo. And I'm still the kind of the same way, but I ain't as ratchet doing it. Because baby girl was ratchet. I'm talking about drinking Henny out the motherfucking bottle. Hey, y'all don't know that clothes. Y'all don't know that gay. Y'all don't know her. Boy, she was a savage. <sighs> we ain't gonna talk about that. But also, too, with me leaving and kind of like lit, uh, disappearing from my life, I feel like I neglected my brothers and sisters for real. I ended up losing two brothers. Um, I lost one on my birthday in 2018, and I lost another one to cancer in 2014. And then I kind of just lost a few people in between there, like a really good friend of mine and one of my friends, her dad, and then another friend's dad. And it's just kind of was like, damn, like all these people were like really, really close to me, you know, and I'm just losing them. And then that kind of like made me think like, dang, I'm not paying enough attention to the people in my life, like my family and stuff like that. And so... I kind of, like, I would kind of, I would go home, you know, and I would see everybody and stuff like that all the time, but I would try to text them and stuff like, hey, you good, you good, you good, you good, and I kind of just kept falling off with doing that. Like, I would keep up with people, but I wouldn't, like, nobody really knew what was up to me. I was just kind of out, gone in the army, doing whatever the fuck I wanted to do, and... With that, though, I feel like I neglected my brothers and sisters, my older brother, my brother, uh, my brother under me. Well, all my brothers and my little sister. And I just feel like I kind of left them hanging, like even though I didn't like the environment that we were in. Like, yeah, I took care of them when we were growing up and fed them and did everything that I had to do. But when it was time for me to go, I fucking bounced like it was no hesitation. I'm like, bro, I'm straight out of here, like gone with the quickness. I, I promise you, it probably wasn't even a full 30 days and all my shit was moved. I was out. And, yeah. And the craziest part about all that is that, like, I remember, like, a lot of my life. It's probably the alcohol for shit, for real, for real. Oh, y'all would never believe. I used to smoke cigarettes. Oh, my God. Just thinking about that made me want to throw up. That is the nastiest shit in the world. And I was over there doing it for fun. I can't believe me. I should go beat myself up for smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Ah, that's funny. But anyway, I was drinking Henny out the motherfucking bottle. And I was smoking cigarettes like a thug-ass soldier. Oh, my God. I was so gangster. I still am. Don't get it twisted, ho. But, um, yeah, it was a lot. And... I feel like I remember like a lot of it, but I don't remember like everything. Like, I feel like I was basically drunk the entire fucking time from like, well, after basic anyway. When I first moved to Greensboro, I was drunk as fuck, like drunk. And then I went to the army, you know, of course I had to, um, slow down like a little bit when I got to my first duty station man I, we turned right the fuck back up I was a whole alcoholic oh my god I was an alcoholic that is so sad y'all like when I got if y'all used to know how much I drink 
Y'all will see why people think that they can't drink with me now. They could probably drink with me now because I am lightweight. Do you hear me? Like, I have about five shots and I'm like, I'm dead. But just imagine me doing the 24-shot challenge for my birthday. Like, bro, what? I was a fucking crackhead. (laughs) I was doing the motherfucking most. But yeah. But I keep going on these little tangents. Okay, so basically, when I did my whole little... What can I say? Like, when I would take my little breaks and stuff away from people, you know, at first it was just kind of like, I didn't really care about anything. I was just kind of living. It was what it was. I'll figure it out along the way. And then after a little while, I was just like, all right, you can't keep disappearing, child. You don't know what's going on with nobody. Nobody knows what's going on with you. Start talking to people more, calling people more, blah, 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 blah. So, when I finally moved to Georgia, I started seeing more of my family. Like, I would go drive to go see them, and my family would come drive to see me, friends and stuff like that. Some friends, not most friends. Like, I did have this point in time where, like, I kind of lost uh, like lost contact with a lot of middle school friends. I mean, even though we all, not middle, middle and high school friends, and I'm like, even though we all kind of... We all faded or faded away and kind of did our own thing. I was just like, dang, like I really used to hang out with these people like all the time. And every once in a while when I would come in, hey, you coming into town? Yeah, let's get up. And we would hang out and it was just like, oh, I miss my people. I miss them. So when I got closer, you know, I saw everybody a lot more. And I feel like basically I kind of abandoned everybody around me. And I know it's not really like my responsibility because I didn't birth nobody. So I literally have no obligations to any fucking person on this planet. But I also felt like I forgot how to be a sister. I forgot how to be a friend. And not really, I'm not going to say I forgot how to be a friend because I met plenty of friends along the way, like so many great people. And because I've done so many different things and tried so many different things, I've met so many people through all these different outlooks of my life. And it's just like, dang, like I really know a lot of people. Like I can go to almost, especially when it comes to military installations and stuff like that, or just seeing certain places, I can go there and I can find almost anybody I know in the city. Like, at least one person. And so, or at least somebody who, like, knows something about that area, at least. Just something something like that. But I felt like I kind of neglected a lot of my older friends. And, I mean, the phone works both ways, always. But, like, even with my family, my sister and stuff, I'm just like... Dang, I kind of left her hanging. And I, I thought about it like a little bit over the years, and then I kind of just let it slide in the back and stuff. But this year, I really kind of like looked back and was like, dang, I for real, for real wasn't in my sister life. Like, I kind of just, like, I feel like I don't really know my sister. Like, I know her, yeah, and I know the kind of things that she like and doesn't like, but I don't feel like, like I know her, know her. Like, I feel like every time we get time together, it's always like a short while or something, something like it's not like, oh, 
I just know every single thing about her, like type deal. Like, no, we not like that, but we definitely will call each other. We'll sit and talk on the phone. We'll do all that. But she looks at me more like a mama. And I don't look at her like she, I mean, they are my kids because I fucking raised them. But I used to look at her like, I used to look at my brothers and sisters like they was my kids. But now I look at them like they my brothers and sisters. And they still be looking at me like I'm their motherfucking mama. I ain't your mama. Ain't you, mammy? You better talk to your mama. Save the drama or your mama. I'm in here limping around, y'all, because I think I ran a little too hard and my heel hurt. And I'm old, so I gotta go to the doctor or something. They got to see, I got to see about this. I'm gonna have to splint this. Cause child, uh-uh. this ain't gonna work. But, yeah, so when I went on my little tech sabbatical like not too long ago, and I'm kind of like in and out of it now. Like I'm not really, like I'm sliding in and texting when I feel like it. And then, oh, sorry, y'all, I was thirsty as hell. Sliding in, texting when I want to, and then just kind of, Not when I don't feel like it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I always used to do that before, but lately I just feel like I haven't been doing it. Like, I've just been giving everybody this time that they desire, and, bro, no, anybody got time for that? I ain't got time to cater to you any time you need catering to. Like, damn, I got shit I got to do, too. My motherfuckers don't see that. But anyway... It's just like, when I did that, I kind of like reached out to my sister and my brother. And I kind of just was talking to them and was like, you know, kind of gave them how I felt. And just apologized basically for like, leaving them high and dry. Because the bitch was gone. I ain't trying to call myself to be word, but I was out. I was out. And then I kind of talked to my mom and then one of my really close cousins and just a few other friends and stuff. And just kind of, you know, keeping to myself a lot more. And of course, I'm going to talk on Twitter. Y'all going to see me. But I'm low-key thinking about deleting my regular Instagram, my main page, and just keeping my podcast page and my little foodie page, my little lifestyle blog page. Because I'm like, for real, for ain't that interesting to where I should have a whole Instagram catered to what the fuck I be doing. Because why? I could just keep that on the... What's that damn thing? On the lifestyle blog and just go from there. Like, that would be easy. But then I feel like I'm going to miss out on all the memes because I don't want to follow none of those pages. They're going to fuck up the algorithm. The algorithm. But, yeah. It don't matter how long. I say that to say this. I left at what, 19? It took till I was 30 to really apologize to my siblings. Because I felt like I abandoned them. 
And that was just something that I had to get off my chest. Even when I was talking to my sister, she was like, I don't feel like you did. I felt like it was tough love. And I was like, no, you didn't need no damn tough love. You was a little girl. You need a real love, but I didn't know how to give you that. I didn't know how to give you that then. But I really, 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 really love myself now. Like, I've been on this path of loving myself for years now. And, you know, with me loving myself, I feel like it's just overflowing to where I can, like, love everybody else. Like, yeah, I showed a little love every game. But I was like, I don't have enough love in me to give enough love to everybody else. And most people don't have that. They don't have enough love within themselves to where they can actually give love out to other folks. Like that's just, it's just not a thing for them. And you can't really fault people. I mean, they are grown and yeah, they should know that. Well, it's not even that they should know, like people just don't fucking know. People don't realize that they not given something because they never had it. They don't know what it feels like and they don't know how to um, project that onto somebody else. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, I'm feeling good about myself. It's like one thing I cannot stand with somebody that's around me and they are downing themselves. Y'all, I am, I feel like I am the queen of love. Like, I'm going to put you in your place and tell you what the fuck is up because it ain't like I'm no fucking punk. Like, we're not, we not even about to play that game. But, like, I genuinely, genuinely love myself. Like, so fucking much. And can't a single fucking soul tell me. Like, I love myself so much. I know that the universe loves me and God loves me. And I know that God loves me so much that he ain't never, ever going to let some shit happen to me. You know, like not something that like that's just be out of my control, you know, like that. Like, it's just I just feel like it, that's just just no way. There ain't no way. Ain't no way that I love myself this much. And you love me so much that you're just going to let something crazy happen to me, even for my friends. Like, no, I'm not going to let them like I love me so much. And I love I chose to associate myself with you. You are the family that I got to choose. I'm not finna let you go out and do no stupid shit. Like, no, no, I'm not finna do that shit. But people don't have that kind of love for their friends anymore. Like, people don't have that kind of love for themselves or their family or anything like that. Like, they just don't have that. So if you never had that, you never get that. You don't know how to receive that when you are getting it. And you don't know how to give it because you ain't never got it. And you can work on it through therapy and all kinds of stuff like that. But it takes you being around great people and knowing great people that great people fucking exist. And you can be a great person existing out here with all the rest of these good ass fucking people that are out here fucking existing. You know, and I know that was a little tongue uh, doozy, but whatever. I can't even get my words out. But yeah, like you got to learn that love. That's the only way you're going to be able to give it. And I feel like I learned that love so much within me. And then I feel like even though I know that I'm not going to be able to change the people around me or the, their thought process or how they may or may not feel about me, because honestly, that ain't my business. But what I can say is that I'm not allowing any negative energy, any bad energy, any toxic energy. I'm not letting none of that in my presence. And I feel like one thing about my body, like one thing with me being so in tune with myself, when I'm around somebody 
who is just giving me the fucking blues, I automatically get quiet because there is no way I can give you any of this energy when you over there just surrounded and fucking hate. Only to try to bring my mood down with your negative ass. Ooh, no. Mm-mm. We can't do that. That's not even fun. That's not even gonna happen. Like, nah. <laughs> so, like, when I see people around, they always want to down themselves and down themselves. And I'm just like, at the end of the day, you either down yourself for one thing. You, like, for a few things. You either want some validation. Like, oh, no, it's not. You just want somebody to tell you this or somebody to tell you that. But love yourself enough to know that you don't need nobody to tell you that. Like, that's my whole thing. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to validate, oh, you look good in them jeans. I mean, if you look good in them jeans, I'm going to tell your ass. But you ain't got to ask me, you think I look good in these jeans? That was a bad example. Because, yes, bitch, you look good in them jeans. That's a bad example. But I have some other examples. But I can't think of them right now. But basically, I'm just trying to say that I don't like the bad energies around me. I really don't like it. I hate it. And anytime I'm around it, and sometimes like the bad energy just kind of be like they're in a gloomy mood or something like that. And I'll find a way to lift it because I don't want you being sad around me. Like, ugh, that is exhausting. Mm-mm, anyway, I got time for that. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to try to bring you out of a mood if you're in one. Or if I'm in a mood, I'm going to leave people alone because I don't want nobody to feel this ghetto-ass energy I got. Like, nope. I keep it to myself. Let it pass. Do what I need to do. If I need to go in the shower and cry one out, shit, go in the shower and cry one out. If I need to eat it out, that's the fuck I'm going to do. I'm going to go eat it. And if I need to Dr. Rose it out, then shit. That's what I do, but it's my prerogative. Shit. God damn it. I'm going to do it by myself. <sighs> I think that's really all I got. Just say I'm sorry, yo. Like, if you feel like you've done somebody wrong or wronged somebody, or if this is something that you got to get off your chest because if you're thinking about it more than once, you it's obviously bothering you. It's bothering you as much as you say it's not. If you have to literally bring the conversation up more than twice, it bothered you. And you need to find a way to reconcile it. Period. And most people can do that by just simply apologizing to people. I mean, if they actually mean it, don't just go apologizing to people because you think it's going to make you feel better. Not if you don't mean it. If you don't mean that shit, it don't mean that. You know. But... Who am I? I'm just a woman. A black woman. A fine ass black woman. Who getting locks, y'all? I ain't tell y'all I'm getting locks. I'm getting locks. <sighs> but anyway, I'll tell y'all about my plans later in other episodes. Because the last time y'all talked to me, dog, I probably got like. 40 more plants since the last time I talked to y'all. I know it's a tragedy. It's not a tragedy because all of them are babies. Look at my little girl over here. This is Lisey Poo sitting beside me. Hey, girl. She wants some wine with her thirsty ass, but she ain't gonna get none. <sighs> okay. Well, this is your girl Chloe with Chit Chat. 
I don't really have nothing else to say. But um, if you are on here, you know, and you want to talk to me on Instagram or Twitter, my Instagram, I be having to go look at my Instagram every single time. That's how much I don't be on it. That's the same, ain't it? Okay, my Instagram is Chit Chat. Double I double A. Y'all probably already know by now. And my Twitter is underscore chit chat double I double A. So call me, tweet me if you want to reach me. Mm. Don't call me. Don't don't fucking call me. But you can leave messages on um on anchor. And I'll listen to them. I will. I don't know if you can add them into the episode. I thought you could, but I was trying to add somebody's into the episode. I don't know what I did. I probably fucked it up. So, yeah. But. <sighs> you guys have a wonderful night. Happy Taco Tuesday. I had some bomb ass shrimp tacos. Um, and, yeah.